0: It's a cold January day in Milford, New Hampshire, Jeff.
1: It is, and it's about to get a little colder here in a minute, Ray. Let's head up this small hill here on Elm Street and go through those gates.
0: Okay, we're in a cemetery now. It's not very large, about an acre in size, surrounded by a short stone wall. And there's a few hundred headstones in here. So this cemetery was established in
1: 1788. It's the second in town. And there's 40 Revolutionary War soldiers buried here. Oh, that's cool. So it's a, a, an historic place. Yeah, yep, yeah, that it is. Now, we've said before that every headstone tells some kind of story.
0: Oh, absolutely.
1: It's a literal monument saying this person was here, even if it's just a last name and, and two dates.
0: Yeah, I agree. It's the Reader's Digest version of a life. And sometimes
1: we come across an epitaph so epic that the story is all laid out there for all to see. Let's sit over here, just by the gate.
0: Whoa, look at that. This headstone is covered in words. Yeah, I've seen newspaper articles shorter than this.
1: This is the grave of Caroline Cutter. She died in 1842. What follows is a diatribe of venom, making this not only the longest epitaph we've ever seen, but maybe one of New England's few hate stones. hello i'm jeff belanger and welcome to episode 330 of the new england legends podcast
0: Happy New Year. It's our first episode of 2024, Ray. And Happy New Year from your old buddy, Ray Osher. Jeff, Happy New Year. Thank you. Thanks for joining us on our mission to chronicle every legend in New England, one story at a time. Legends like ghosts, monsters, aliens, roadside oddities, true crime, and the just plain weird. We're glad you're with us. We are. So many story leads come from you, too. So please reach out to us anytime through our website. Don't assume we've heard every story before. We're all in this search together.
1: So we'll get back to this epic epitaph after this quick word from our sponsor.
2: Today's episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. What's the first thing that you'd do if, say, you had an extra hour in your day? Would you go for a run, maybe take a nap, read a book, or just show up for a friend? A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. And the question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. If you're like me, you think, I can get through a lot. And we can. We're a resilient species. However, there are times that we need to reach out that hand and get a little help from somewhere else. That's what I did with BetterHelp. Learn to make time for what makes you happy, my Darklings. Get BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash P60. Do that today. You're going to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P pcom slash P60. It's time to take control of your life. Dave's here rooting you on. And if I can do this, you can do this. Let's do this together. BetterHelp.com slash p60 there's a link for it on today's program guide
0: okay jeff we've gone on cemetery safaris before (laughs) we have and we've learned that one path to immortality is to leave something funny weird or confusing on your headstone and people will talk about you for ages (laughs) it's so true right (laughs) back at episode 182 we saw the headstone that read should have been the wife of simeon palmer in Little Compton, Rhode Island. That's right, I remember that. (laughs) In episode 187, the grave of Joseph Palmer reads, persecuted for wearing a beard. Who could forget that? But this, this is something else.
1: Yeah, this is definitely something different. Now, those other headstones really begged questions of those who were reading the monument. This one spells it all out. Now, I know we're not the most church-going folks in the world.
0: No, no. Weddings and funerals these days.
1: Right, me too. So the person who wrote this lengthy epitaph had a serious beef with the local Baptist church. I've got some religious friends. Mm. Though churches are supposed to be welcoming and friendly places, anyone who's ever been involved in the local politics of a particular church— will tell you it can get ugly, gossipy, and all the other things that can happen when you've got adults trying to vie for, you know, influence and attention.
0: Well, it's the same with like the local PTA meetings, town meetings, and neighborhood meetings. Exactly. Uh, But the beef surrounding Caroline Cutter (laughs) really must have been something special. I should say so. This headstone or, or hate stone names names. That it does. A lot
1: of names. It's a regular tombstone tirade So let's head back to the year 1838 and watch them spill the tea.
0: It's September of 1838 here in Milford, New Hampshire. Martin Van Buren is president of the United States. Back in January, Samuel Morris demonstrated his new invention called the telegraph. There's no question that that will soon change the world as information can be transmitted over great distances at the speed of light. But here in Milford, New Hampshire... News is moving almost as fast as it does along Morse's telegraph. The hot gossip in town is centered on the Baptist church. For months, Dr. Calvin
1: Cutter has been trying to get members of the church to fund the construction of a new church building in town. The Baptist community has been growing to the point where they need more space. Dr. Cutter has been saying how he'll put up much of his own money to fund this new church, but of course,
0: he's going to need some help. And while everyone loves the sound of a new church building, the logistics, finances, and everything else surrounding the project doesn't seem realistic to many, including the Reverend D.D. Pratt and Deacon Albert Adams. In fact, they suspect Dr. Cutter is pulling some kind of a scam, that maybe he's not willing to put up his own money at all, and maybe he's trying to swindle other members of the church into handing over their money, and maybe he's skimming.
1: Scandalous, right?
0: Right. So
1: at first, the reverend and the deacon try to talk to Dr. Cutter. They reason maybe they should lead these fundraising efforts themselves.
0: But Dr. Cutter isn't giving up, and his wife Caroline is behind him. She's doing all she can to rally support in the church among the wives who will hopefully influence their
2: husbands.
1: The effort is dividing the church, too. Now, some perceive this as some kind of power play by the Cutters to try to gain more influence in the new church. Others
0: suspect Dr. Cutter is really some kind of shyster. It's now September. The Reverend D.D. D. Pratt and Deacon Albert Adams have had enough. They accuse Caroline Cutter of lying in a church meeting. The scandal rocks the church community here in Milford. Pretty soon, the church committee meets and decides to kick the Cutters out of the church without giving them a chance to defend themselves. Once they're shunned by the church, Caroline becomes despondent. I
1: mean, these kinds of things happen all the time in church communities. There's a disagreement on direction, internal power struggles, and sometimes people quit the church. Others get
0: kicked out, but the Cutters never forgave their Baptist foes. Caroline Cutter is a broken shell of a person. She soon takes ill and passes away.
1: Meanwhile, her husband Calvin is as furious as ever at their former church. He can't let his rage go. Caroline's casket is brought to the burying grounds and laid to rest. But Dr. Cutter has one more protest to make, one more statement and it's a big one. He has the gravediggers place this headstone he commissioned over his wife's grave.
0: Wow. Look at all those words. Go ahead. Give it a read, Ray. (laughs) Okay. It says, Caroline H., wife of Calvin Cutter, M.D., murdered by the Baptist ministry and Baptist churches as follows, September 28, 1838, aged 33. She was accused of lying in church meeting by the Reverend D.D. Pratt and Deacon Albert Adams, was condemned by the church unheard. She was reduced to poverty by Deacon William Wallace when an ex-part counsel was asked of the Milford Baptist Church by the advice of their committee, George Raymond, Calvin Averill, and Andrew Hutchinson. They voted not to receive any communication on the subject. The Reverend Mark Carpenter said he thought, as the good old deacon said, we've got Cutter down and it's best to keep him down. The intentional and malicious destruction of her character and happiness as above described destroyed her life. Her last words upon the subject were, tell the truth and the iniquity will come out. That is 150 words Ugh. of fury. Wow. A tombstone tirade. We can only hope the person who carved the headstone was paid by the word. And that he didn't make any mistakes <laughs> and have to start over, right? Yeah.
1: I mean, looking at this stone, I don't think you could have squeezed so much as another comma in there. No, not at all. So an ex-part council is like an emergency meeting where a ruling body, usually, you know, like a court of law, would make a quick decision without having all the facts. Mm. Those legal decisions are supposed to be temporary until such time as a proper hearing can take place. But that's not what happened here.
0: I can only imagine this furious epitaph must have been a thorn in the sides of everyone named on here.
1: Talk about spite, right? Yeah. I mean, on the one hand, that's quite a middle finger sitting here in the <laughs> middle of Milford. But on the other hand, Dr. Cutter isn't exactly husband of the year for this move. No. no mention of like beloved wife, good neighbor, or anything like that. It's just one more opportunity to air his grievance. And that brings us back to today. As we said, this story isn't unique. Church communities see this kind of thing all the time, but airing it out on a headstone (laughs) for all to see, that is unique. Mm. And Dr. Cutter got his wish. Here we are still talking about it. We see these names, and none of these people are left alive to defend themselves.
0: There's one more Cutter headstone here worth talking about. Definitely. And it's just a couple feet
1: away from Caroline.
0: So it's not really a headstone because this person isn't buried here. It's just a monument.
1: Right, right. Uh, After Caroline Cutter died, Calvin Cutter remarried a woman named Carrie Hall. The two had a daughter, July 28th, 1842, and the daughter was also named Carrie. Sadly, Carrie, the mom, died about a month after childbirth. But her namesake and daughter went on to some acclaim. In 1861, while her father was serving as a surgeon with the 21st Massachusetts Volunteers in the Civil War, Carrie joined her dad as a nurse. She served in battle zones and aboard ships. She worked tirelessly. Now, sadly, she died from a fever when she was only 19 years old. None other than General Burnside himself ordered that Caroline Cutter be buried with full military honors. She's buried in New Bern,
0: North Carolina. And this monument sits here in Milford, the town of her birth. The story is printed on the plaque, as we mentioned just a few feet from Caroline Cunner. Lots of words on both, but two wildly different stories. (laughs) (laughs) That's for sure. And the amazing thing to me is
1: Caroline's headstone is nothing but small town church gossip. I mean, if I were at some kind of cocktail party and someone was spilling all this tea, naming names from their local church, I would literally walk away from that discussion Mm. simply because I don't care, Right. right? It doesn't affect me. I don't know the whole story. I don't know these people. It's not my problem. But man, oh man. If they put that discussion on a headstone,
0: now you have our full attention. Your full attention is something we can't live without. And that brings us to After the Legend, where we dig deeper into this week's story and, while sometimes veer off course.
1: After the Legend is brought to you by our Patreon patrons, who are the lifeblood of our community. They financially support us in everything we do, and we appreciate them more than we can ever say. They help us with our hosting, production, travel, and marketing costs. This is the way the world is going. You have the power to make shows like ours more successful and long running by helping the cause. All we ask is three bucks per month, and for that, you get early ad free access to new episodes, plus bonus episodes and content that no one else gets to hear. You even get your own unique podcast feed, so you can get those episodes in whatever podcast app you use. To sign up, head to slash New England Legends. We'd consider it your holiday gift to us. And to see some pictures of Caroline Cutter's epic hate stone, as opposed to headstone, Click on the link in our episode description or go to our website and click on episode 330. How is that for well, an epitaph?
0: It's awesome because, you know, if you're an angry person, it's just yeah. one last kick to the groin of of Milford uh, and I, then the people that live there. And of course, those
1: people are all long dead.
0: Right. I wonder, do you think... Anyone, but their ancestors are still there. Could be. So you yes. are th- sort of throwing a curse on it, uh, yeah. generations.
1: Yeah, like, imagine be like, oh yeah, that, the, that reverend, that was my great-great-grandfather, like, uh, what a jerk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: you know, or I don't know, maybe he was in the right. Right, but who left the final message? You, you almost believe what you read, obviously, and if the, the deacon didn't leave anything behind.
1: Well, I'm sure when that headstone was put up in town, all those people were very much alive,
0: very active, Oh, sure, at the moment, yeah. Like,
1: their, their families buried in the same boneyard, the whole thing, right? Yeah. And then... Those cocktail parties I would have wanted to go to, right? <laughs> like just like, "Oh, you're the one mentioned in that headstone." I right. just saw that last week. She died last year. What's up with that? Yeah. What happened? And you could be like, "Well, you know, little they were
0: really they were in the wrong, or were they? Cuz that's they, in stone." Well, these are men of the church too, so they can't, right. they can't go take the thing down or break it or you know, because there's rules about well, cemeteries, and
1: right, they had to. That must have,
0: just had to s- let it sit there. Imagine your names in there, yeah. like,
1: oh, Ray Osier said this and that, and he's he's a jerk, and he wouldn't even hear my side of the story. And you could be totally in the right, sure. Right, I mean, if they were a shyster, if they were stealing money from yep. the community, of course you kick them out, right? You yep. want none of that. Um, But your side of the story doesn't get put on the headstone, like like. You got to put the headstone next to it and be like, "Okay, this is our version." <laughs> <laughs>
0: right, right. I want to be buried next to him or right. her because, yeah, uh, I have my tale I want to tell. Once you're done reading her headstone, right, you can read mine. Right. The rebuttal. The rebuttal.
1: Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> the, the, yeah. The counterpoint, and then the next headstone next to that,
0: it just goes on forever. <laughs> it's just like a whole story. And we have that, by the way. How social media? Right. Lives on forever. You post something. It's there. Yeah, you
1: don't get into college because of some stupid stuff you posted in high school. And right, yeah, you're right. So oh. there was a gap.
0: There was a gap between what they did with headstones and social media. Yeah. And we brought it back. How foolish are we? But think about it. When you see something in stone, when it's in oh, stone- Well, like, we say it. It's
1: a it's, phrase. It's literally an expression. Like, yeah. oh, it's not like it's carved in stone. No, that's carved <laughs> in stone. 150 words. And please go to our website and look at the photo. Yeah. Because you, you no joke, if you've wanted to put like one more word on there, you couldn't. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) It is completely full, Yeah, you know, this whole story and it it demands attention if you're walking and it's right by the gate, you know, as soon as you walk in. So if you're strolling the cemetery and you're looking like, oh, Jones from Mm. this year to that year or whatever, and you're just like, that's a, that's a lot of words. What's, what's this? It forces you to come over and read it because there's a whole newspaper article there.
0: Right, This guy could have uh, went down to town hall or town square with signs yeah, and he could have picketed. Maybe right? he did
1: that too. Maybe, but he ended <laughs> yeah. up
0: with like, this is tiring. Yeah. I'm just going to put it on stone.
1: On um, my wife. Like, I'm not going to tell her story. I'm <laughs> just going to say That's how, another thing.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Was she a good wife? Did you enjoy your time together? Was she a, a pleasant neighbor like we mentioned?
1: She she went down swinging for you there, Dr. Cutter, right? But um, but you took that last opportunity. Instead of immortalizing her in some way, you thought you'd just air your grievance one last
0: time. Imagine meeting her in heaven years later. Like, like thanks. Yeah, appreciate it. You know He's, they did a podcast about me, a jerk? <laughs> What's a podcast? <laughs> it's never mind. Uh, but they did it. Is that is that because ghosts or people in heaven can see in the future? I don't know. Oh, have you ever explored that idea? I don't know. Maybe, no. you yeah. know. Yeah.
1: I, I, that's, that's that's different above, that's a above, whole different thing way above my pay grade and okay. yeah i don't know but i do know or she's sitting there at the cemetery like just either laughing because she agrees with it or yeah. but but really they get the last word yeah because it's literally the last word <laughs> it's not a headstone
0: where, do, where does set stone come from do you think it's like cave drawings or uh, just your ideas i think or, th- or is it something like this like headstones because your epitaph is on an uh a headstone. A headstone. It's got to be like you can't argue with a damn stone. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like
1: with with newspapers, you could crumple it up and burn
0: it, right? If you're mad at it, <laughs> right? Or whatever. Run around town burning every newspaper article. Yeah.
1: Or burn books you disagree with. Right. Oh wait. <laughs> Too soon. Uh, but this, my goodness gracious, this yeah. thing just calls out from the past.
0: Just you there. can burn your your uh, your iPhone, but it's not really going to help get rid of the stuff that's on social that media. You put on social yeah. media.
1: That's true. Yeah. So anyway, no, I I think this is this is just. Something something and i wonder if we've inspired anybody out there
0: so what Put to do this? On, their, on their headstone we've be like, changed people's minds about what headstone should be
1: yeah right instead of just like oh beloved mother wife husband family person whatever it's just like you know now it's, a, it's an
0: opportunity to air it out one more time so listen my stupid husband I told him over and over and over again to use a ladder properly he keeps using the broken one and look what happened he's in the ground rest in peace rest in peace <laughs> just so y'all know what happened um, yeah
1: right I didn't kill him
0: he was dumb he was drunk on the ladder he, he tripped down the stairs yeah that was all him. I wasn't even home at the time. Ask, Al, ask uh, Alice. I was next door with her. Headstone that says, "I swear I didn't kill him. He fell." <laughs> oh, that's it. Yeah, right.
1: right? Everyone walking by be like, "Oh, that becomes that, a legend." Is that true?
0: <laughs> right. I think though, if you're gonna put that on a loved one's headstone, you should be dead too. Well, yeah. Yeah, you don't want to be alive. That, that would cause questions. So you just Knocks pay, at the door. You, you pay
1: someone a big chunk of money. They're like, after I'm gone, you yeah. add this to his yes. headstone.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's a business right there. Oh, gosh. Putting funny things on headstones. I, I, I think I'd want something semi-humorous.
1: Oh, get this I off I don't me. want it to
0: be too... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, something like that. I agree. <laughs> have, have you seen...
1: I, I don't know. I mean, i spend a lot of time in cemeteries. We, you know, right. we're, we're in a few these days. Uh, modern ones now. You've got like... Uh, silk screen, not silk screen, but it's, it's like burned images of the the person, you know, like, like you can do as detailed of a, of an image as you want on any headstone, right? You can, you can do some really funky stuff now. Um, recipes, I've seen that. Like where what is it? recipes? Oh, recipes! Like, oh, I've never seen that. Oh, my recipe for you know dewdrop cookies or whatever. Like, that's amazing. Oh yeah, fantastic! I've seen now that that goes back. That's that's been around a while. Once in a while, someone will put a recipe huh. on a headstone, and I by the way, I love that. Sure, that's that's wonderful, right? I mean, keep them laughing. At worst, someone like gets out a piece of paper or now their phone and takes a picture and goes, "I'm going to try to make this dead woman's cookies." Right, <laughs> right. right. And then that per- person becomes a
0: legend. That right, like if it, it depends how good the cookies are. Well, that's true if you're too. like, Whoa. Are they using video screens or is that something I saw in a movie? By the time we go, I think we'll be ready for that. So it's not happening just yet. I would like... Um, Holograms.
1: No, I want a screen on my actual rotting corpse. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then you, camera. Can, you can hit a button and then like a, a, a pre-recorded thing will play. Gotcha. So
0: here's yeah. here's me now. Yeah. Here's me then. Here's me then. Yeah. Just sort of like... And, and, then... and, and, and watch the time
1: lapse. <laughs> day one, <laughs> day two, day three. Oh, that's
0: funny. Could be pretty epic. After Could be
1: educational, actually. I think it would be fantastic. Sounds expensive. Keep a camera running for decades. Yeah. But, um, oh, you just,
0: you just sold out of a book though. You've got the money. Yeah.
1: Well, here's hoping. <laughs> um, but <laughs> the, what can I do with, with my newfound <laughs> dozens of dollars?
0: Your wife would love that, wouldn't she? Yeah, hey, investing. I've got an idea. Yeah. I made some extra money. Yeah. We're putting a camera in the, uh, in the coffin. Think
1: about it. The funeral business has been stagnant for how many centuries? <laughs> we need to shake things up. We're going to move this forward boldly. We're going to get the, the cameras in there. Yeah.
0: The directors would appreciate that. They're yeah. doing the same thing day after day after day. Here's yeah. a coffin. Yeah. Here's some flowers. Yeah. 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 We need Rest to mix it peace. up.
1: Beloved, you know, whoever. All right. Well, folks, there's your challenge. We've got uh, a lot of epitaphs out there. And if you want to be remembered and talked about forever, if you want to be immortal, Ray, mm-hmm. Just put something really, really memorable on your headstone.
0: Be sure to subscribe to our podcast if you haven't already. Another big way to help us is to post a review. Those reviews help raise us up in a crowded sea of podcasts. And then tell a friend or two about our show. And check out our super secret Facebook group. Share our episodes on social media. All of that goes a long way in building our community
1: we'd like to thank our sponsors. Thank you so very much to our Patreon patrons and our theme music is by John Judd.
0: Until next time, remember,
1: the Bazaar is closer than you think.